So, starting on Dav Zion, on the top, the two dots, six lines down or so. So, we're, we're going to be, and like, we, like I said, we're going to be discussing this Bryce for the next, the Bryce from Vava Madala for the next uh, uh, few blocks. And basically, what we say there is we discuss what's a Carmelis, and we call the following things a Carmelis. We call a um, Bika, a Yom Bika Estevanis, and a Carmelis. Right, so a Carmelis is a Carmelis. So frak the Gemara, that Carmelis atu kulu nami lav Carmelis. Then who weren't all these things that we already listed in the Brisa already a Carmelis? So why would you list as under the category of Carmelis a Carmelis? So kiyasa Rav Dibi on Rav Yechen and Leinitzricha. What is this Carmelis listed in the Brisa referring to? El Karen Zavis, a corner hasmuchal Rishus Harabim. So it's a corner that's next to Rishus Harabim, meaning. Now we explained yesterday that they didn't really have city planners in those days. So wherever they built Rosh Hashayachid, it was Rosh Hashayachid, and everywhere else was Rosh Hashayachid. So let's say when you, normally you'd build your, your apartment, your Rosh Hashayachid, right up to the street. So let's say you, for whatever reason, artistic design or some other reason, you decided to leave a portion, so instead of it was your house and the guy next door, and you didn't build your full house across the face of the house, but you built it, uh, you know, 90% of the way. So in a sense, in essence, the Rosh Hashayachid ended up jutting kind of into where your property could have been. So that's called Karen's oven. It's a corner that goes into your property. Okay. Even though people can go there, sometimes people do go there. It's not um, easy to use. Meaning, when it's very full, right? When it's like busy season. Some people will end up using that space because it's part of the Rosh But on a normal day, when there's, you have a normal traffic flow, they're not going to move into that corner because there's a corner off to the side. You see what I'm saying? So therefore, that it, it, it gets degraded slightly from a Rosh Harabim, and we'll call that area Carmelis. Okay, and that is what this Carmelis that we referred to, we called the Karen Zavis. We that's when the Bryce said a Carmelis is a Carmelis, and meant Karen Zavis is a Carmelis. So now we're basically going to discuss all these exceptions, and I, most of these we've spoken out at some point. Exceptions to Rishus Harabin, like areas that are part of Rishus Harabin, but we're going to we're going to downgrade the status of what it is. So between the, the pillars, so it used to be that the merchants would set up, you know, like the Israelis uh, set up the kiosks in the mall, so they would set up, uh, you know, they would set up shop there, and. The pillars, they were like pillars in the Rosh Hashanah that they would hang their wares on. Okay? They had pillars there, and there were also it's the boys, like stoops or porches where they would display their stuff. So, in between these pillars, Nidankin Carmelis has a din of a Carmelis. My time, huh? What's the reason? Afagab the Darcy Bay Rabin, even though it's part of the Rosh and people do move through these pillars, the traffic flows through these pillars. Since they can't walk exactly where that mudim are, meaning as they're walking through the Shusharabim, they might have to move a little left or a little right. Kikarmelis damya, so it's not a full blown Shusharabim. We're going to consider it a Carmelis. Amar of Zeir, Amar of Yehuda, it's the Bashalafnei Amudim, the porches that were stoops that were in front of these Amudim where they used to keep their wares on. Nidan Kikarmelis, those are also Nidan Kikarmelis. Okay, again, because they block part of the Shusharabim, so anytime there's blockage, you don't have the complete traffic flow all the way through, and therefore, we are going to um, downgrade that area. 
So now, Limanda Amar Beinu Amudim, according to Limanda Amar, that holds that Beinu Amudim is a caramelist. Kol Shekain Itztaba. And Itztaba is more intrusive to that space. Right? The Amudim are just a pillar there, so it's not so hard to walk around. But an Itztaba is a porch, like a, almost like a box sitting in the middle. So of course that's going to be... Um, of course, that's going to be a a caramelist. But Lamandamar Itztaba, because we said Itztaba is more intrusive, so only Itztaba would be considered a caramelist. The Itztaba is in the in the Rishis Arabim. Itztaba who deloy nicha tashmishe that you can't really use the space. But in between the pillars, de nicha tashmishe where it is somewhat easy to uh, traverse the area. Loi. It's not a din in nicha tashmishte or not. It's everything else is the same here with this lishachrina. We're just saying either it's bein amudim de nicha tashmishte or lishachrina bein amudim de zim de darsi rabim that people do lamaisa go through there. Kushis harabim dami. It is considered like kushis harabim. So we've so we've had number one the bryce said Karen zavis. So it's some area you know part of the harabim, but because we use the lashon of lenicha uh, tashmishte. Then we are now um, learning these members of Yechin and let's say either Bein Amudim and um, and Rav Zera of Itztaba. These are all things that can block a Rishus Rabbim. Amar Rabba Bar Shila. Amar Rav Chista. Levena Zakufa. If you have a brick that's standing upright, Rishus Rabbim. Vizarak Vitach. And you threw, and it stuck. Bifaneha, you threw a piece of gum, and it stuck on the side of the brick. Then chayiv, right? But algaba potter. What does that mean? That we said that if you have in Rishis Rabbim a brick that is higher, we're talking about a brick that's higher than gimel tvachim. So people are not going to walk over it; they're going to walk around it, and therefore that brick becomes a makam patur. So if you throw from Rishis Rabbim onto the top of that brick, it's going to be potter because you threw from Rishis Rabbim to a makam patur. If you were to throw on the side of that brick, though, that brick, the side of the brick, is in the airspace of the Rishis Harabim. Because it's only the top of the brick that, that, that is Mavato Rishis Harabim, that it becomes a Makam Pator. But the side would be a, uh, still be Rishis Harabim. So therefore, if you throw something and it sticks onto the side, you're going to be Chayev, because you threw Daladamas from Rishis Harabim. But if it goes on top, then you're Pator. Abaya Baravadami Tarvayu, Vuhu Shegvaya Shleisha. The loy darshim by rabbin, like we spoke out, that it has to be three. That the rabbin doesn't go on top of this brick. Abel, his mi vehigi. So only a brick needs to be three. But his mi vehigi, which are thorns and thistles, right? Sharp, ob- sharp objects in the middle of the rabbin. Afagav the loy givi yishloisha. Even if they're not three high, they would still be a makom b'tor because lamaisa people aren't going to walk on sharp objects. Echiyah by rav amar. Afilo his mi vehigi. That Hismi Behigi will be considered part of the Shisharabim. Why? Because Rashi speaks out that people wear shoes. So therefore, the fact that you have sharp thorns is not going to be a problem. People will still walk right over them. And therefore, even if they're less than three, it will still be considered part of Shisharabim. But if you have Saya, if you have excrement, then it will... Um, it will not. People don't walk over it. Ravashi holds even Tsaya, people um, will, will, uh, are not necessarily mocking on it, or they'll step right over it. They're not necessarily going to walk around. Okay? Um, or their shoes, he holds their shoes, will also protect them from that. So, but either way, he's going to hold that Tsaya is not exclusion. And what we're basically saying is if it's a machlekes, but the first Mandamar held, Abaya and Rava said that a brick that's three, and then we said Hizmi Vehegi 
Um, some it's a machlekes whether you need whether stepping over that would be considered versus Ram or those would be makapator and then it's machlekes whether it's sayel would be makapator or not. Amar Raba the bearer of Shila kiyas Rav Dimiyam of Yechon ein karmelus pusa mearba you can't have a karmelus that's less than four. Amar Rav Sheshes v'toifeses and we spoke this out that a karmelus has to be four by four v'toifeses and it grabs ad asara. So now we have to understand what does this mean? It, 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 it grabs Adasara. If you tell me that if an object is four by four, if it has machitzas that are ten, it's a karmelis. And if it doesn't have ten high, it's not a karmelis. Really? If you have a house that does not have the airspace of ten inside the house, the kirav and its ceiling mashlimalasara. So let's say the house is nine and your roof is one tefach thick. So then al on top of the roof you're able to carry because now you carried it's four by four and ten high. So now it's a, it's a real Rosh Hashayach. Bekulai, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you can carry it on the whole roof because it's, it's a Rosh Hashayach. But inside this house, a metalton by Elo Dalad Amos. You can only carry Dalad Amos inside of this house because it's not a Rosh Hashayach. It is a Carmelis. Since it's going to be a Carmelis, you, uh, we're going to give it the Chumras of Rosh Hashanah that you could only carry less than Dalad Amos. But we see here that if it has less than 10, it has a din of a Carmelis. And, and so it can't mean that when we said V'tayfesis on Asara means that it's only a Carmelis if it goes until 10 high. Okay, because we see that 10 high does not make it into a Carmelis. Ella, my Tefesis Anasara, what does that mean that a Carmelis is 4 by 4 and is Tefesis Anasara? To add Yud only up until Yud to have a Carmelis. But, Lamalami Yud, Loyal Carmelis, above Yud is not a Carmelis. The Chidam or Le Shmuel or Yehuda, Shinnin. What is that? Then it's not a Torah on top of that? No, well, if nine and then what? Higher than ten is not a caramelist. Higher than is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Yes, yes. We're gonna see that in one second. Like Shmuel said to Rabbi Yehuda, Shinana, smart one. Don't discuss b'mili the Shabasa l'malamiyod. Don't discuss anything about Rishuyis above yod. Which l'may holchasa really? Really? Don't discuss any Rishuyas above Yud? There's no Rishuyas Yachid above Yud? But Amar Rav Chista says, No, it's kind of Rishuyas Yachid if you, uh, you know, stuck a pole on the ground in Rishuyas Yachid, Vizarak Venachal Gabav, Afilu Gavoya Mea Ama, even if it goes, even this pole goes to 100 Amas, if it's on top of Rishuyas Yachid, Chayev. Why? So why are you saying don't discuss Rishuyas of Shabbos above 10? What are you talking about? Of course, you just rishuyus above ten. Ella to rishus harabim l'malamiyod. Maybe you want to tell me that it's rishus that there's no rishus harabim above yod. Masnisan he. What's what, what are you coming to tell me? Well, it's a mishnah. The tanan has zarek dalanus. Okay, so l'malamiyod tvachim. If you throw dalanus on a wall above yod tvachim kizarek ba'avir, it's like you threw it in the airspace. We'll have to see what this means. If it's below 10 Tvachim, it's like it, it landed on the ground. Okay? So therefore, we see that if you throw it is, like we said, and your putter. What does Zerik Ba'avir Rashi speaks out? 
Upater Delam Rishus Harabim Nach. It never landed Rishus Harabim, and therefore it is a Malkam Petur. Like we know that above ten in Rishus Harabim is Malkam Petur. The Matam Yitzvahum Kizarach Baaretz. So well, it's just no Hanacha or Akira because it's above ten. It's above well, and what we're saying is the airspace above it. ten is Petur. We're just trying to find a case because where there's no Hanacha. Because there's no Hanacha, it's Petur, not because because it didn't land. No, it's because it's going through the space. No, no, no. It lands. Hazaric no, house, big kaisel. It lands, it, it, it hits or, the side of the wall in the kaisel. However, it won't move. Uh, we'll see later. Uh, uh, meaning it gets stuck up there. However, it landed there. But the point is, is that it's above 10. That's what we're trying to say. Okay? Um, so, uh, it's not going to be, uh, because we know the airspace, so we're using this as a bright, so to tell me that we know the airspace above 10 is not going to have a dinner versus Rabim. It's only going to be a Makkah Pator. So Ella Akarmel. So this whole shit in the late to have it bishabasis, bimili bishabasa, lamalamiyud. What is that talking about? Ella Akarmelis, Dain Karmelis Lamalamiyud, that there is no such thing as a Karmelis above ten. The Kilubu Rabbanam, the Kilubu Rabbanam, the Rabbanan were makal, meaning the Rabbanan created the whole this whole concept of Karmelis. So when they created this Isser of carrying Daladanas and a Karmelis, they they put in the following kulas. Mikulay Rishasayachin, Mikulishis Rabin. That they put in the coolest of Rishus Hayachid and Rishus Rabbim. Me coolest Rishus Hayachid. That they said the Eka Makam Arba Ahu Dahavik a Carmelis. That we're only going to make it a Carmelis if it is four by four Tfachim. Wide. It has to be an area four by four Tfachim wide. Just like a Rishus Hayachid, it has to be four by four Tfachim wide. The Eloi, and if if you have a, you know a porch, a stoop, something that is not four Tfachim wide, then it's going to be a Makam Petur. Baalmahu. And right, Malkam Petur Ba'almahu, Mikula Rishus Harabim, and they also gave the Carmelists the Kulos of Rishus Harabim. Da Ad Yud Tvachim until the ten Tvachim high. Who the Havi Carmelis? It's going to be a Carmelis, meaning that it's going to be usher to carry Daladamas inside of it, like a Rishus Harabim. But Malmi Yud Tvachim Lo Yav a Carmelis, just like Rishus Harabim does not extend past ten Tvachim. So to a Carmelis, there is no Isser above ten Tvachim of a Carmelis. Good. Yeah. Gufa. We just explained the following case. Bias, you have a house, that the inside of the house is not 10 tall, but the roof, so let's say it's 9, and the roof is 1 tefach. So now you have 10 on the outside, and you only have 9 on the inside. Okay? You can carry on the whole roof, because the whole roof is a inside the house, however, you can only carry um, only up to Dalit Amos. Inside has a din of a Carmelis, and we said the Carmelis has the Chumras of Rishus Harabim. Just like Rishus Harabim, you, can, you cannot carry in, within a Rishus Harabim um, Dalit Amos. So, too, a Carmelis, you cannot carry more than a Dalit Amos. Amarabaya, the Im Chakak Bay, Dalit al Dalit, if you dug into this house that only had nine tefachim of airspace inside, you dug one tefach under the ground, vishlimo the yud, and now you finished, so now you have airspace of ten, nine above ground and one below ground, muto taltabakulo, then you can turn this bias into a rishas hayachid. My taima, why? Because what you dug out will be considered like chayre. Chayre means the cracks and the crevices. So just like normally we would talk about chayrim being in a wall, right? You'd have a crack or an area in a wall and they would, let's say they would, they would put stuff there. They would use it as a storage. Okay, the walls were very thick, so there would be cracks and they'd use it as storage. So too, just like, you know, cracks or holes in the wall could be considered 
um, part of the Rosh Hashayachid. So too, when I dig under, under, that also can have a din of Rosh Hashayachid. Now I, it is, right, so the time I don't have a Chayri Rosh Hashayachid, but Chayri Rosh Hashayachid, Kru Rosh Hashayachid, Damai. And the cracks or holes in Rosh Hashayachid have a din of Rosh Hashayachid. So therefore, when I dug one tefach inside the house, I now have made it all into Rosh Hashayachid. I now have ten, ten tefach of Rosh Hashayachid. De Itmar, like we learned, Chayri Rosh Hashayachid, Kru Rosh Hashayachid, Damai. What about What about the cracks? Now we're not talking about digging Rosh Hashanah here necessarily. We're talking about you know what about the cracks of Rosh Hashanah? So let's say there's a, a you know a, um, a, you know a wall or something, or it could be in, you know in the ground, a pit in the ground, a little pit or a crack or crevice somewhere in the ground. What is the status of that? Are we going to consider that Rosh Hashanah, or are we going to consider that a Carmelis? Okay. Abaya holds that. The cracks or crevices in a Rosh Hashanah would be considered Rosh Hashanah. Rava Amar, La Rosh Hashanah, they are not Rosh Hashanah, they are Carmelists. Amar Rava, La Abaya. Rava says to Abaya, Lididach, according to you, to Amit, Rosh Hashanah, that you want to say the cracks and crevices that are in Rosh Hashanah have a din of a Rosh Hashanah. Why would it be any different than the following case? The Chiyasa Rabdim Yom Rav Yechanan. That when we explained, where, why did the Brisa describe as one of the things, one of the types of Carmelists was a Carmelist, and we explained that, what is that? That's a Karen Zavis. So why do we consider that Karen Zavis, meaning it's a part, it's, it's, a, it's, it's like a crack or an, an extended area versus a Rabbim, why would we consider that a Carmelist? Let it be, according to you, that Karen Zavis should be no worse than a Chor. Does that make sense? So if the Chayri Rishos HaRabim, if the Chayri Rishos HaRabim has Zinav Rishos HaRabim, then the Karen Zavis, the part, that, that weird area that got, uh, you know, grabbed as part of where a house should have been, that, that corner that extended into the Rishos that should also have a Zinav Rishos HaRabim, and that should have a Zinav Rishos HaRabim, not a Carmelis. So Rabbi answers, Hasam, now, we have to look at how it's used. That Karen Zavis, it's not easy. It's not an easy area to use. It's just not generally used. The chur, the cracks and the crevices are used by the Rabbim. They're passing by. They put their stuff down for a second in the chur, right? They want to take a load off. They put their shopping bags there for a second. They, they, can, they can hide something there for a couple minutes. So um, since it's used, therefore, the chayrim will have a dinner versus a Rabbim. But the Karen Zavis doesn't really get used, and that's why it has a dinner of a Karmelis. In the, well, if, if, if the chure rishos ayachid were not like the rishos ayachid, what, 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 what else would it be? I would call it a different Makam 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 and we'll consider that area you dug, that's one tefach, also a char rishos haryachid, because we know that char rishos haryachid are yachid damai, and therefore we'll add that one tefach you dug to be mashlam the ten you need to make it into rishos haryachid. But it's not enough to be a separate rishos either. What's not enough to be a separate rishos? Chayr are not enough to be a separate rishos. Well, Sharing the, the rishos of the rishos hayachid. No. So it, it, in other words, have a din of rishos Right. The alternative would be that we would consider them a makom or maybe a karmelis. But uh-huh. 
But in other words, but in Rishayachet, nobody's arguing that. Everybody holds Har Rishayachet, Rishayachet. So, I mean, the what if, uh, you know, I, again, it would be Makabatar Karmos, but it's not Negev, because every, that's not, we're not arguing that. We're only arguing, in other words, the st- you have to understand where's this coming from. Rishus HaRabim, okay, it, it's much more, to keep something as Rishus HaRabim, it's, much, it's a much higher uh, level, right? In other words, it has to not only be the right space and the right size, but it has to actually be physically you. So if the Rabbim Lamaisa use it, then it'll, it'll maintain as Rishul Rabbim. And if there's an area in the Rishul Rabbim that the Rabbim don't use, or don't use as much, then we won't consider it part of the Rishul Rabbim. And that's what we're saying. So it's Machlekes here, whether the Chur, is it used enough or not? Is it used enough or not? Okay, Rava saying, uh, Abaya saying, um, Abaya saying that Kurushis um, Dama, that it's part of the Rav, the Rav uses it, and Rava says no, that um, that the they don't use it as much because it's not uh, it's it's not it's not as easy to use. It's not Lamaisa used as part of the Rishis Rabim as much. Tanan, we have a Mishnah Hazarik Dalad Amas Bikaisel. So you throw Dalad Amas in a Rishis Rabim. So set it up like this: you're in a Rish, you're in a Rishis Rabim. And you throw Dalad Amas, and you throw it onto a wall, Lamala Miyud, Kizerek Bavir. Okay? You throw it, like we, had, we just had this Mishnah, right? If you throw it above 10, then it's like you threw it in the airspace. Lamata Miyud, if you throw it against the wall, below 10, Kizerek Ba'aretz. Okay? Bahavinam ba. What does it mean? My Kizerek Ba'aretz. What does it mean that it's like you threw it on the ground? Bahalay Nach. I, the object didn't rest. And Rashi explains that if you throw an object against a wall and it bounces back, so if it's above 10, so then it went above 10. If it's teichyod, it bounces back and it comes back to right, let's say right back to you. So then it didn't actually go daladamas. It was never nach. So obviously it's going to have to land somewhere, right? The ball doesn't, it can't remain suspended. So if you throw the ball against the wall and it, it bounces right back to you, so why are you going to be chayiv as if you went Dalad Amas, it bounced right back to where you were. came right back to your hand. I don't know. So you didn't have Anacha. So what are we talking about there? No, it didn't bounce back. You have this fat, sticky cake, and you throw it like a mud pie against the wall, and it sticks to the wall. Who gave a time limit to how long it has to be resting? It didn't rest at all. It didn't rest at all. I mean, if it's bouncing, it's resting for, let's say, a split second. No one gave it time. It's no not, said, oh, it, it, it was never enough. That's not considered enough. You can't, you can't say that that's considered a, a, a solitary state. So agreeing in that kind of case, it never landed. Either way, Rabbi Yechanan is going to explain this, Bryce. That's, that's, don't get too hung up on that. It's really like a, 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 a sugya for later on, on Daf Kuf. But like, don't, the point is, Rabbi Yechanan says... How do we have that case that it is nach is because it's, it's stuck like a mud pie to the wall? Okay, um, it's devela um, shmena, right? A pressed, uh, fatty pressed figs into a very, very sticky cake. So you threw that against the wall. If it's above 10, then it's now stuck in the, it, it is munach. It's in the avir of a makam pator. If it's below 10, it's in the avir of Rosh Hashanah. And the airspace of Rosh Hashanah. So here's what we're, why we're bringing this. And we're going to ask the following question. If you want to say that the cracks and crevices of a Rosh Hashanah are like a Rosh Hashanah, why do I have to come on to that case of a Rosh Why don't I simply say, we're talking, we're talking about a rock or that you threw it on the wall and there was a crack or crevice somewhere in the wall. 
and it landed in that cracker crevice. Why do I have to come onto this crazy case of a sticky pie? Just say the cracks in the wall, and if you want to say that Chayyushas Harabim are like Rishas Harabim, if you Abaya want to say Chayyushas Harabim and Rishas Harabim, so say that you threw it and landed on a crack. To explain that case of how it how it how it was Munach, but not back on the ground. How was it Munach in the wall? It was in a Chayyushas Harabim. Lamata miyod, then you're going to be chayev because it's in rishus rabim. Lamal miyod of chayev rishus rabim, it's in rishus rabim. It's going to it's going to follow the rishus rabim just like a rishus rabim. Lamal miyod is going to be potter. So too a chayev rishus rabim above ten would also be potter. So so right. So there's a kash on abaya who said chayev rishus rabim and rishus rabim dummy. So the gemara answers zimnim mishani la. We have two ways to answer. Shani tzor b'chayevets dimahader va'asi. That there's no way to throw you. Good luck, right? It's, this is like one of those carnival games you never win. Try to throw it onto a wall, which is a rabbit, and have it land in the crack. There's too much force there. It's always going to bounce back. You'll never get the ring on the bottle. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Save your money. Zimnin Mishani La, because of the less Bechor, or we can answer that this case of the mission is talking about where there are no cracks or crevices in the wall. Mimai, how do we know that um, we're talking about a wall that doesn't have cracks or crevices? Mitani Resha, because the original Resha of that Mishnah said, Zarak Limala Mi Yudvachim, if you throw above Yudvachim, Kizarek Ba'avir. It's like you throw in Navir. If there are cracks and crevices, Amai Kizarek Ba'avir, Hanach Bechur, why is it like it was remained suspended in Minir? What are you talking about? It landed. And a whore. So how could you say that? LMI, okay, it must be that there were no cracks or crevices in this wall. Maybe that the wall did not have a dalit al dalit, and that's why we're saying it's like it was munach ba'avir, because this wall did not have a status of its own rishos. Did it, it wasn't part of Rosh Hashayach. It wasn't part of Rosh Hashayach. It wasn't a, a, an area of Dalad. Dalad. Vam Rav Yehuda, Rav Chia, Zarek Lamal Miyotvachem, Vahalcha Vanacha Bechur Kol Shehu. In other words, that you can't say that. I'm sorry. Maybe you'll say that the reason why it's considered remaining suspended in midair is because when it lands in the Chur of a Rosh Hashayachim or Rosh Hashayachim, whatever that Chur would have a status of. That whore itself is not a makam chashiv, it's not a makam dalit al dalit, and therefore we're not going to consider that anything, and we will consider it like it's, it's suspended in midair. Okay? And that is why, um, and that is why we didn't consider, and, and that's why we, in, in the Reisha, we didn't entertain the thought of a whore. Not because there were no chorus in, in there, but there was a whore, but it didn't meet the requirements. To create a uh, you know dalad to have a hanachan, so th- that would be so the gemara says no. If you throw above and if you throw above ten tefachim and it lands in a crack or a crevice, kol shehu, even if it's just any size, doesn't matter. We come to the machlekes that any time something lands on an area, okay that all we need is more volume in that area, we'll say, we'll view it as if we cut that area out. In other words, that area will just be able to expand on its own. We don't um, dig, we don't, we don't, uh, right, we don't dig to finish that shear, and therefore we don't want to make our Mishnah subject to a machlekes, 
And so you can't say that really there were chayrim there, there were cracks and crevices, but they didn't meet the size requirement because meeting the size requirement is dependent. Sometimes you don't, you don't even need to meet the size requirement because if you hold up Chayim Lahashlam, Elamai, it must be, we're much more comfortable explaining the ratio of the Mishnah where there were no Chayrim in the Kaisal, since there were no cracks or crevices in the Kaisal on the top, there were no cracks or crevices on the Kaisal on the bottom, and that's why we didn't, that's why we wanted to learn a case of the Be'el Shmena, of a sticky cake stuck to the side of the wall, and that is how um, you can get a Hanacha on the wall, that's how you get something to be Munach on the wall. Elamai, Shmamina, because of the Lesbechor Shmamina. Gufa. Amar Rav Chista. Nots Kana Yachid. So we had this before, that Rav Chista said that if you stick a pole on top of Rav Chista Yachid, Vizarek Banach HaGabav, Afilu Gamay Me'a Ama Chayiv. Why? That the airspace of Rav Chista Yachid goes all the way to the sky. Lame Rav Chista Da Amar Karebi. Let's say, and we've had this before, right? Let's say that Rav Chista holds like Rebbe. Ditanya... Rebbe says, Zarak v'nach al gabe ziz, kol shehu. Rebbe mechaev, and mechavim paitrin, because Rebbe holds, if it lands on a ziz, or a protrusion, any size protrusion, it doesn't matter what size it is, Rebbe holds its chayev. And maybe the reason the Rav Chista held that not kana hayachid, that you are going to, even if it's just a pole, on the top of the Rishayachid, right? So you have, let's say, a, like, like a cell tower, um, or, a, you know, an antenna. Right, so if you threw it and landed on top of the antenna in a Rishayachid, if the antenna was not Rishayachid, it's going to have the Rav Chista comes and says, the top of the antenna, that is in a Rishayachid. Why? Because the airspace above Rishayachid goes all the way to the sky. So maybe we'll say that that's also Rebbe. When Rebbe had a b'risa, there was a machoik between Rebbe and the Rabbanon, if you throw and it lands on top of a ziz, kol shehu, okay, if it lands on a little protrusion, just like the top of antenna is a little protrusion, then we're going to say, you don't need a hanach on a makam dalit al dalit. Right? And that's why it works. Not because... So, Rebbe must be also going like Rav Chista, that the Avir goes straight up. Okay? And, I'm sorry. Rav Chista must be going like Rebbe, that you do not need a Hanacha on a Makam uh, Dawid al Dawid, uh, that you can have a Hanacha on, a, on an, any size. Is uh, the pole itself in the Shishra, or Shishra The pole here is what Rav Chista is talking about. Okay? So, Rebbe's, Rebbe's case and... Uh, and the Rachacham's case is undetermined, right? We didn't say it, what it is. So Amar Abaya, right, maybe you'll say that Rav is like Rabbi, which again makes, the, makes Rav Chista subject to what he said, subject to Machlekes Tanayim. So Amar Abaya, no, Rishus HaYachid, in Rishus HaYachid itself. No one's going to argue, everyone's going to agree that the airspace of Rishus HaYachid has it in Rishus HaYachid, and therefore we're not worried about, you know, even if it lands on a kol shehu, it's all part of Shayachid. Elohacha, but Elon, like we've had before, what's this machlekes Rebbe and Rabbanon? We're talking about an Elon, an Emir Shayachid, the tree is in Shayachid, v'noifai, and its leaves, noitul Shayachid, the leaves extend to Shayachid, v'zark v'nach anoifai, and what were to happen if something lands on the leaf, the leaf itself is not a makam dalad dalad. The Rebbe savar, aminon shadi noifai basari kurai, that Rebbe holds that you, you the leaf, when something lands on the leaf, we view it as if it landed on the trunk, which is an area that's dawid al dawid. And they hold that we don't, the leaf does not follow the trunk. And therefore, the leaf, since the leaf itself is not a makam dawid al dawid, that is not a good hanacha. And we're not going to make Rav Chista subject to that machlekes at all. Rav Chista is just talking about in Rosh Hayachid. Okay? You guys comfortable with going weiter a little? Yes. This, is, this next one's interesting. 
Turn your brains on for this one. Amar Abaya. Zarak Kiveres. If you throw a basket, the Rishis Harabim, you throw a basket into Rishis Harabim. Now, if the basket is Gavoya Yud, if it's 10 high, Ve'ena Rachva Vav, but it is not 6 wide, Chayev. So let's just discuss a basic concept here. It, what were to happen if, let's say your cup, right there. Pass your cup for a second. This is a basket, okay? So a cup is a basket, so it's circular. Now we know that in order to have a Rishus Hayachid, it has to be how wide? Dalad al Dalad, okay? But what happens if, if you're, it's cylindrical, it's circular? So the halacha is that the only way to get Dalad al Dalad is to draw a square inside. Which means, now, if you have a square inside of a circle, okay, according to, uh, I don't know, I failed geometry, so Pythagorean's theorem or one of those, right? So, right, there's a concept of al What is the diagonal of a square? And that is, it's, it's 1.6, okay? So, 1.4, sorry. It's 1.4. So, in other words, if you have a one by one square, the, and you drew a circle around it, okay? The only way, a circle is a diagonal in that square. That's what the diameter of the circle is, correct? We've, I'm trying to talk this out, okay? Circles so, are the diagonal square. So in other words, if you, in other words, like this, if you take a, if you take a square, a, a perfect square, this, the, the, if you go from corner to corner, that up, 1.5? that's one point four. Why? Because those, that's math. It's one point four. Go measure it. All right, I play tennis. When I play tennis with my uh, mm-hmm. my partner, so sometimes you know uh, I'll say to him, "Thank God for that alachsan." You know, if I hit from side to side to side the corner, I really needed every inch. You know, if I needed that every inch there. So you get an extra 1.4. If you hit the ball down the line, then it's one to one. But if you go cross court, then you get, you get the extra uh, you know, 40% on it, okay? So what we're saying is if you take this square, you wanna know what the diameter is? The diameter is the same as the angle in the square. Okay, there's a mathematical term to explain this. So if I have an item, so that's why. So what's, and what is four times 1.4 is 5.6. Basically six, okay? Now, the Rabbanon were machmer up to six, Rashi explains. But that's why here we're talking about yud to six. And what we're basically saying is, this thing, if it's less than six wide, then we'll still consider this huge basket, it's a huge basket, ten tvachim, and it's five, it's five, or six by six, it's just shy of six by six, we'll consider it a chafetz. What, what again is six by six? By six? Well, no, no, five point six is... Okay, what, what is the tefach, uh, what is that in actuality? It, four by four in a cylindrical item is basically six. Well, we said four. Saying, what, what is a tapach in today's measurement? How many inches? Uh, a tapach? Huh? Ballpark. Four inches. Four inches? Yeah. If you're talking about, let's say, 24 inches wide. Yeah. Okay, so it's this big, uh, it's a big, a big, big laundry basket or something, right? So now, if it's if it's not six wide, then Chayiv, you throw, you throw um, uh, from Rosh Hashayachid, you throw your laundry basket into Rosh Hashayachid, this huge basket. So it's like throwing any, uh, any item, right? A rock, a, a pebble, a, whatever. It's like throwing anything because it's not its own Rosh But Rosh if the item is six wide, Potter, you're going to be Potter. Why? Because now this thing is its own Rosh 
and you can't be chayiv for throwing. You can't be chayiv. You didn't throw a chayfetz from Rishis Ayachid to Rishis Rabim. You threw Rishis Ayachid, and the way Rashi explains it, he says that. Um, that Dahabi Rishusla Atma, Vanan Mishkan Gamrina, we learned from the Mishkan that they used to throw tools to each other. She used to Zer and Machatem, they would throw their needles, Mlacht and Zelazeh, Vilayazark and Rashiyas. They wouldn't throw Rashiyas. And this basket now has a din, if it's wider than six and ten high, it now has its din of its own Rishus, and they didn't throw Rishus in. So therefore, you're not going to be Pater. Rava Amar, Rava says, Afilu ain't a Rachva Vav, Pater. Okay, even if it's not. Six wide, you're still going to be potter if it's ten high, right? If it's ten high, because my timer, so view this, you're looking at a styrofoam cup, it's smooth. But imagine you're talking about a wicker basket. So how would they make it? They would take reeds and they would put, um, they would put, there were horizontal, there was a horizontal weave and a vertical weave, right? So in order to hold the basket together, the vertical weave of a basket of ten meaning the, 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 the reeds that were going north-south, had to be slightly above because if it was exactly equal to the edge of the rim, then the horizontal weave would come loose. So the krumias shall kind of, the slivers of the vertical weave had to extend a little bit past 10. So if your basket was 10, if you bought a speck 10 tefach basket, then what happened? It's 10 and a bit. It's 10 and a bit. And now what happens when it lands? Part of the basket, the slivers, are above 10. And you know what? You can't be chayiv. You're not chayiv on throwing an object unless, unless the entire object lands in the Rishus HaRabim. Since the object, part of the object, did not land in the Rishus HaRabim, even if it is narrower than 6, it is, right? And would have on its own an, a, a concept of chayfetz, since there is no way for this item to land in a Rishus HaRabim, Completely. Therefore, we're going to consider this item, uh, we're going to consider it, uh, you're going to be potter. It's not, you're not going to be chayiv on it. Assuming that it fell on its leg, so to speak, it didn't fall on its side. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Correct. Okay. Well, okay. So my time. Now, what happens if you took this cup and you turned it upside down? Okay. There's ice in here. But you turn the cup upside down, right? So where the bottom is, is on the top. So now, shiva umashahu. Okay, so we have to talk about a concept called lovet. When it comes to mechitzas, have you ever heard of lovet? You learn sukkah, right? So lovet means that when something is toich three, tochem to the ground, will make it, will extend imaginary mechitzas. Okay? Now, lovet goes up to 2.9999999. It's up to three, not including three. So if you, if you, let's say you had a basket now that was seven and a teensy tiny bit, up to a teensy tiny bit, whatever the differential is in Lovett. So therefore, when it lands, as it's coming down, as it's coming down, imagine like the, the, the lunar landing space thrusters, right? Those, that would be Lovett here, right? And the Lovett, as it's landing, when it gets toich gimel to the ground, Lovett would now be mashlam these mechitzas, and that's how it's munach. So if it's seven and a bit plus Lovett, then you're going to be chayiv. Again, the item, you have an item that landed in Rishos Harabin. But... Why is it only if it's upside down? Because, yeah, because you're making it into... Because you, you need to make mechitzas. And mechitzas can't come from the closed end. And it has to come from the closed. So it's top from, top from the closed. Right, right, right. This is the end. But if it's open-ended on the bottom, then you could extend the mechitzas down. That's why it's flipped up. 
Okay, so kafal pi shiva umashu v'shiva umashu. So then chayiv because lavud once we employ lavud as it gets imagine this thing turns a cup upside down or a basket upside down as it gets close to the ground and those uh, lunar thrusters landing thrusters come you know start to deploy. So then it's lavud and and it, you've now completed it's within ten shiva umechza. But what happens if it's more and umechza's lav dafka Rashi says it's shtei masha shtus. If it's more than seven, so now what happened? Lovewood comes as it's landing. Lovewood comes. Now, where's the top of that basket? If it's higher than seven, call it seven and a half, and we're going to employ Lovewood as it gets to the ground. Even if it's not stationary, even if it has to be munach in order for it to be. Lovewood makes it munach. Even, when, even, even though it's physically still moving. It's, it's stationary. There's a wall, and then there's, and there's, there's room. It's just yeah, it, yes, yes, yes. So, the answer is yes. I mean, I, you can't argue on the Gemara, right? So that's what the Gemara is saying. So, maybe we have to understand why, you know, what the mechanics of this are. But, but yeah. So, and therefore, part of your, part of your object is now Lamal Miyud, and therefore you're going to be Pater. Ravashi Yamar, Afilu Shevu Ravashi comes and says, no, I like what you're saying. All these concepts might make sense, except that you can't, love it is for Mechitzas. And baskets the walls of the baskets are not made to be mechitzas. They're made to hold whatever is inside the basket or whatever is inside the cup. And therefore, you can't take a lovud, which is a mechitza term, and turn a basket upside down and say, well, now it's mechitza. So, Ravashi Yomar, Afidu Shevo Matzachai, my time, mechitzas l'toychanasuyas. The mechitzas are made to hold something inside, and they are not made to, uh, you know, they're not made as walls, and therefore, you cannot use lovud. 